Can yeah. we uh, can we talk about our incredible merch over at uh, Elite Sports? Yeah, what you got? Just in time for the holidays. Oh, Get yeah. your squaring around hat. Hey, you like it? I fucking love it. I like how it's the traditional green snapback. I've never owned a snapback like that. I've wanted one so bad in like the Obey era, and now I finally can. EliteSports.com, use code square at checkout. It's so cool, and I use code square for home field apparel. I did a little Christmas shopping this past week. I got some uh, siblings who go to different schools at home field does support use code square got my 10 percent discount so and i put a little bit of money right back in our pocket so are shout out to, uh are you, are you kidding me they they support the merchant marine academy <laughs> before texas state they support texas a&m oh, okay gotcha and don't, i don't think they do utsa though take me home they don't so that that's the other one that if they got UT, if utsa popped up before texas state we'd have a problem that's alone I don't know why they don't make t-shirts with, like, the rivalry. That'd be a cool rivalry t-shirt. Hashtag not a rivalry rivalry. Yeah. Gotta, gotta root for Marshall, even though... Did you see their uh, quote today about their quarterback that went in the transfer portal? Oh, no. Head coach said that... I think his name is Camp Fields. He said that uh, the quarterback uh, wasn't very good and the fans hated him. So it made sense for him to go in the transfer portal. And oh. I was like, well, at least he's being honest. I didn't know how how long is fucking Grayson McCall gonna be around? Where's what's his problem? He's gonna be around for a little bit longer. He is a uh he's gonna go I don't know where he's gonna go. He might go to um he might go to Liberty with uh his Oh the best the best G five in the country. You got thirteen wins. Uh our average margin of victory versus uh bowl eligible teams. Uh that it was seventeen going into night, it was fourteen for this win, so I can't do that math. I don't know what that'll knock it down to, but sixteen. Uh and uh, we beat six bowl eligible teams. That's the highest G five in the in the country. Uh okay, his name is Cam Fancher. Fancher? Fancher. And uh Coach Huff, who's the head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd, said doesn't come as a surprise. Quote, he wasn't, there isn't a lot of money for NIL and the fans hate him. The kid has to be miserable. There's not enough money for NIL over there. Who has enough money for NIL? I don't know, but, you know, shout out to a coach who straight up is like, we're poor and the fans hate him. So the fans fans hate this guy. (laughs) Makes sense. I will think about that. There's probably a couple of quarterbacks in Texas State recent history that fans have not been exactly the biggest fans of. I can think of one starts with a B ends with a, 80. Ick Bride. Uh, yeah. Ick Bride. Ick Bride. E2. E2 Ick Bride. I love Brady. Um, Lane Hatcher is probably the more one that comes to fans' minds quicker. I if think only so. if only NIL existed around the time you and I went went to school and you know for for student media and we could have taken a sixth or seventh year around the sun. Oh my god. <laughs> well, yeah. And we got a COVID year, a COVID year of writing uh thrilling stories about Sewell Park and the Sun God. I swear to God, University Star, you just run it back every year. They go, you know who we haven't wrote about in six months? The Sun God. Let's get that guy another uh, cover. And everybody thinks they're so clever. They're like, ooh, we're the first people to do this. It's like, no, you're the 40th. My my freshman year was that year that they did the Avengers of Texas State where they got Big Nietzsche, Dan, uh, Frisbee Dan, uh, Sun God. Who the hell else was there? Ripstick guy? Question mark? Yeah. Or Bubble Believer, I think. It was probably- yeah, Bubble Believer too. That was a Me Too poster child walking around, you know. Yeah, that was a lot a- of lot of allegations thrown all those guys away. Dead ass. Yeah, literally every single one of them could not escape the allegations. Not good. Not good. And you know who uh, platformed them? The University Star. They did not platform. 
Put them on the cover. A lot of platforming, I guess. Yeah. Put them on the cover. Also yeah. said that we should pave over the uh, football field. More parking. Yeah. This guy, same song, same dance. You know the story already. <laughs> Just saying. You're like, uh, this is your, uh, whatever. I'm not going to draw a parallel. It doesn't, it doesn't parallel to anything. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Tired of winning the tailgate, but losing the games? We can't help that. But we can tell you what the hell is up with each team and what's going on across sunny San Marcos. Texas State fans, get on your feet. You're listening to Squaring Around with Jacob Rodriguez and Andrew Zimmel. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Squaring Around. Andy, happy anniversary, buddy. It's on Friday, but this is only the anniversary show. Uh, one year ago to date, exactly. Even though I keep getting notifications saying we did it earlier. Our first episode came out EST, December 8th, 2022. It's crazy that we've done a year of these podcasts. Think about the highs. Think about Not a lot of lows. It's been mostly highs. Yeah. It's been mostly like... Hey, can we can, can you record a podcast at 10 a.m.? No. How about four? Okay, let's get it here. How about we do this and this? We used to be putting out three a week. Remember that? Now we've gone down to one. I was like, holy shit, can we sustain this? We could not. Uh, <laughs> you know, those are, that was very, you know, seldom that we did that ever. I think it was like National Signing Day. We had three episodes. Then we had like basketball, basketball, had a couple episodes, you know, baseball, probably. We hit, uh, I think we had Don. And Jessica on the same week. Mm-hmm. Don, Jessica, was, and those were two incredible podcasts back to back. If you haven't gone to listen, go back to the archives, find that one on YouTube because it's, it's the only podcast that has had Don on too. So you know? is that true? I'm pretty sure. I mean, wow. other, people, other people talk to him, but we well, talk to him. You know and that's that? kind of interesting because I mean, first elephant in the room, we got merch out of it. Second off, uh, he's done such a good job. Like. We talk Danfis all the time. Kelly Danfis has been on social media probably more than any other administrator ever, ever. for Texas State. Like, I don't remember uh, Denise Trouth or Larry Tice, clearly, was not on Twitter posting anything. But Kelly Danfis has gotten a ton of the credit. And I want to give Danfis credit for giving Don credit, who said, like, hey, first thing, this guy's baby. AD. Got yeah. it. Got it done. Hired the right AD, made the right coaching hire. Now we're bull eligible. Going to the. First responsible. Yeah, because it rolls off your tongue, everybody, right? The app, the app for that one, by the way, is at FR Bowl. So anytime I type it, I'm like, FR, 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 FR. For real, bro. For real, bro. FR Bowl. So we're going up against Rice. Shout out to the Owls. It's going to be an interesting one. I would have rather played Rice fully healthy with two teams that are fully healthy versus what we're going to go going in now, where I think they're less healthy. Oh, yeah, no, Texas State is much more healthy, and they also have all their major pieces. Like, get, like three weeks of a film study? Pretty I good. Don't, I don't want to jinx things. We're recording this on Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday afternoon, December 6th, everybody. TJ Finley, still very much a Bobcat. Willie Cornsby, still very much a Bobcat. Ishmael Mahdi, still very much a Bobcat. Hobart, Hawkins, uh, Cole, Cole, all very much Bobcats still. So we're coming in with pretty much our entire Ben Bell, Brian Holloway, all guys who are still in the maroon and gold. 
JT Daniels was maybe the most important player for the Owls this season. He was their starting quarterback. You might remember him from playing for Georgia and USC and then West Virginia last year. He medically retired due to concussions. So they're going to have a, I think, a sophomore quarterback starting uh, in the bowl game against Texas State. But the big story will be Luke McCaffrey, uh, the brother of Christian McCaffrey. He is an electric wide receiver. He's a little bit of do-everything guy. He's somebody that you'd love to have, a Darren Sproles type uh, running back in in the backfield. You can use him in the slot. He is incredible, Jacob. I watched this kid play earlier this season against Houston. Had two amazing touchdown catches. That is going to be the marquee. It's going to be Luke McCaffrey versus Ishmael Mahdi. That'll be the the fight card. Me, uh tell you this i had no idea that guy was even on the team because i've done zero research on rice because i felt like we had more time and i didn't think you were going to do all this right now but <laughs> that's fine that's fine we yeah. we can do it on the, we can do it on next week's podcast too we can talk no, it's cool um, i'm just saying like how boring is this team that i didn't fucking know that you know I, of course i knew jt daniels but i had no idea luke mccaffrey was on this team I, and i'm pretty sure luke mccaffrey is still like doing what he needs to be doing i haven't seen any um transfer portal stuff but again the transfer portal has why have i not heard about this guy it's got three the transfer portal currently has three thousand college athletes in it which is very uh, that's a ton that's a ton of college athletes in the transfer portal right now so for transfer you texas state this could be huge you have a chance potentially that's beautiful number 10 mccaffrey yeah put him on the screen he looks like uh, a guy from the bachelor i'm not gonna lie for sure Jesse Palmer? No, not Jesse Palmer. Jordan Rogers? He's 6'2, 195. Where does that compare to our boy, the All American, unanimous, all purpose yards leader, Ishmael Mahdi? How does it compare? How does it compare? Uh, I think, I think Luke like Mc- 5'10. I think sure. Luke McCaffrey does a little bit more in the passing game. Actually, I know he does a ton more in the passing game than uh, Ishmael Mahdi does. But if he gave me pound for pound, I think I would lean towards McCaffrey just because I think he's a more of explosive player and more dynamic player. But Ishmael Mahdi is not far behind if you're going to do like player comps. Ishmael Mahdi uh, listed at 185.9. I feel like he's closer to 200 at this point, but that could just be me seeing him with rose-colored glasses. But I think you're right. He's much more involved in the passing game. Watch out for Denario Davenport. That's all I got to say. Um is Rice a boring ass team? You and I were both on the call for the first responders bowl. I was really excited to get on a press conference at 5:30 on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, but when I did, I texted our boy Ishmael Johnson and I was like, Hey man, do you need anything from this bowl pre- uh, presser? Just want to know, you know, write out something quick for you guys. And he was like, Yeah, sure. If you see anything interesting. Log on, it's Rice. Wasn't interesting at all. The most interesting thing that happened was Rice's coach, Mike Bloomgren, going, I think we're going to have all of Houston in Dallas, or Houston's going to take over Dallas or something like that. But the other thing that I didn't talk about is how many of our guys are from Dallas on our team already, and what a big deal it would be for them to get to be around their families and friends. And, of course, you mentioned recruits. We do have a handful of active recruits in the DFW area that – uh, it'll be great for us to be in the news. And I think Rice is going to try to take over Dallas. So let's go. So that's what I ended up asking Coach Kenny about, you know, just how he thinks we're going to travel too. Hey, Coach, congratulations on the success, uh, you know, the selection. Uh, Coach Bloomgren just said that uh, Rice was going to try and take over Dallas. I just wanted to 
get your take on how you think Texas State fans will travel. You know, a lot of anticipation, a lot of excitement for this first bowl game. What's all that been like, you know, leading up to this? Yeah, I, I think um, or I know uh, we'll travel very well and, and uh, we'll do our job and, and um, packing that place out and, and um, just really excited for our fans. And, and um, you know, it's, it's going to be a great game. And, and big thing is, too, not only for the, the fans, but the families of our student athletes getting the opportunity to come watch them play um, in a bowl game and experience that with their families. And, and uh, so it, it's a, this is a special, this is a special game. And, and uh, man, I'm, I couldn't be more happy. I was, I was really, I was hoping for this one and uh, got the opportunity to, uh, to do this and, and uh, play in Dallas for the first responder bowl and then uh, getting to play rice. Uh, that probably fires me up just as much. But that was Which, it. And that was the sexiest part of that whole press conference year, we, for both of them. Yeah, we have a uh, what's it called? Uh, guys who've been saving money for six years to go to bowl games. I'm pretty yeah. sure we're we, gonna we, we be got guys fun. that will just drop four G's on a sweet, no questions asked to strangers on the internet. Yeah, I I got a shout out to Bobcat fans, man. I freaking love you guys. To be Now's like, the time if you want to be a, a like a I guess a cyber criminal, you want to be a fisher, target some of these Texas State fans, man, because they will engage with your content on the internet. That's so bad. That's so bad. Um, it's funny because like now I've seen like everybody and their freaking mother literally in some cases has like an idea to make this bowl game experience better, but it's our first bowl time. So it's like, what are you talking about? Like, how do you, what do you mean you know how to do this better than what we're doing right now? Or what do you I, mean that you, the ticket process could be better? We've just done it for the first time, man. Give it all some time. I, I like where your head's at. I will say this though, that, um, <laughs> it it is our first time, but I think some people have been to a bowl game before. Oh so yeah, maybe sure. they've bought they've bought tickets before, and so maybe they're like, they're like oh, you know. oh, we gotta be at the same level as the Valero Alamo Bowl. It's like, no, we don't. First of all, this is the first responders bowl. Second of all, this is Texas State. Welcome to the club, buddy. Third of all, we're going back to SMU Stadium. Also, do you know how much money like the university probably like invested in this shit? Like, once you you realize you get you know bowl eligible, or you uh you know they had that hashtag or what was it? It's like TXST sports forward slash jump in or whatever their bowl yeah. game site is. But they invested literally money in a website, probably money in like a consultancy or like some sort of, you know, agency that does all this bullshit behind the scenes. Uh, rest assured. Do you, think that's paying off? Care of. Do you think they're making their money back on that? Like it's the jump loan, in stuff? It's a loan definitely that they pay off at the end with like commission fees and stuff like that. But like, is it a good investment to like do all the bowl game stuff to like oh, have the website yeah, to, to have the, the jump in gear to have? Okay. Yeah. So you think I'm going to buy two of those shirts, by the way. I'm going to buy the bowl shirt, one of them. I don't know which one. There's a black one and there's a maroon one. Ooh, which one do I get? I would have bought a white one. Just saying, everybody. <laughs> and then I'm going to get obviously Kelly jumping in. Because that shirt is pretty sick. It's only grown better with time. I'm not going to get the jumping shirt. I, no, I was like, no, no, Come on. I, no, not after losing three of your next four games after. No, after jumping in. Um, yeah, sorry, guys. I like man. I do like the tradition. I, I think that it's a good tradition. I'm glad that we won one more home game afterwards. But uh, yeah, no, I'm not buying that shirt. I would buy the bowl game shirt. Also. I might buy the bowl winner shirt. That that's what I'm kind of holding out for. Is that when Texas State wins the bowl game, they'll sell the the printed shirts in the parking lot. You know, yeah. first responder bowl champions. That that's important to me. I want one of the the extras that goes over the football pads that looks too big and it'll make me look like one of the football players' girlfriends when I wear it. 
Yeah, you a good sleeping shirt. A good, good shirt to sleep shirt. in for yeah, sure. Yeah, I got a nighty. Yeah, yeah, and you, we all need one of those. Um, yeah, I mean, like it's been great. I mean, social media has been incredible for the Bobcats this past week. Um, I thought people were kind of disappointed in the first responders bowl. Mm-hmm. I yeah, know that our guy Colton was a little disappointed. I think well, that he- I know our guy Rocky Salinas was super excited about it because he was like, the closer that we play to New Year's Day means the better that this bowl yeah. game is. I just think it's good for advertisers all around the bowl game experience. That's all this is. That's all it's- this ever has been. I'll say to Rocky, Rocky, conventional wisdom is true. That the old bowl system, we're talking like the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. the more important bowls were played close to New Year's Day. The problem is now that because there's so many bowls, I mean, bowl season starts, what, like in two weeks, a week? Like the 16th, yeah. I think, is the first right one. So it's like there's so many now that it's kind of hard to like decipher, like, is the first responders bowl better than the Frisco Bowl? Like, ah, who's to say? You know yeah. what I mean? But I, I think our, be bygones, you know? I think the game that Texas State is playing against Rice. I know people were asking for an out-of-state bowl. I'm glad that it was in-state. It's going to make it easier for Texas State fans, whether they be casual or diehard, to make it to the game. Indeed. Texas State has a huge alumni base in San Antonio, of course, but also in Houston and Dallas. Dallas so is huge. Dallas has a big alumni chapter, so it's it's good. Potentially, I'm hoping that their alumni base is getting those fans to like engage, sending out the emails, saying out the, like, hey, come to the bowl game and stuff. Apparently, we sold out of our allotment already. So now, well, people... that doesn't shock me at all. Yeah. Our allotment's usually pretty small. Like, it's not it's not low. small, but like, considering but the, the bowl game guy himself, when we were on the call, was like, "Yeah, about an hour ago, the ticket sales just shot up, and that was basically all Texas State." So you know, and I was like, "Yeah, look at that! Look yeah. at us go!" Hashtag jump in. But people were like, "Oh no, this could be better. We can do so much more." Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I, Everybody I, and their mom is like, at Kelly Danfus, this is an idea I have. We should make it happen right now. It's like, do you think this is going to happen? First of all. Second of all, I'm the one that hates being told anything what to do. Imagine the president of a university. <laughs> no, I think there's a difference. I think that he's a little bit more humble. With you the, think he's the more receptive? Yeah. I think he is. I, Kelly Danfus gives me the uh, the vibe of somebody who you give him it, you give him any sort of thing to work with and he'll take it and actually consider it yeah so if i'm a you socialist have those, dictator those, compared to him you have those e- tweet them at <laughs> at k danfis on twitter k damp on twitter uh i mean i what what are you saying like what are people saying when it means like it could be better like what are they expecting here like caravan buses like what are we talking about that's what I, I saw too. The latest was like, can we bus people? I know it's during the winter break, but can we bus people to Dallas to get over there? You know, it's like all this shit. It's four hours. Like, I mean, it's yeah. kind of that's kind of difficult. And then somebody was um, like, Do we have merch? And it's like, just Google this shit, man. Hashtag jump in or whatever it is. Yeah, okay, that I mean that's fair. Um if you oh, no. do this is it's I, I want to put it seems like a bunch of guys that could be on Google and are, instead are on Twitter. That's fair. I want to plug this, that we are both there. We got our credentials. You did a good Ooh. job getting us our credentials immediately. Short order. Um, very quick. Very quick to get those. We will be there. You and I both. Right now, we are both going to be there. Do we have a time and place that if people want to meet us, that they can do that? Do we want to do a meet type of thing? Say hi to people? Where uh, I'm going to walk you out in your furry suit and people can take pictures and autographs with you. <laughs> yeah, the giant squaring around mascot. Yeah, yeah the giant squared around bobcat mascot that we have. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't know. I have the What's old Boko we, uniform. We barely like 
because you're driving up. I am flying in. Uh, everybody's yeah. like, whoa, whoa, look at this guy. Big time over here flying in from San Antonio. I'm not. All right. I'm flying in from McAllen, Texas. All right. Thank you. You don't have much. to justify it to us. No, I think I you do. You got that TV money. Everybody's like, oh, wow, you're flying in. You no, got that TV I'm money, flying dude. flying in because it's an eight-hour difference, you dickheads. <laughs> I don't get to just Who? drive up anymore. Who's saying that? Nobody's giving you grief. It's I just think I, you. I'm projecting, I think. You I'm, for sure are. This whole week, I'm just projecting. Um, Yeah. I don't know. We got to figure it out. We need to figure out our bowl game-ish. I think... When we get closer to it, we will we'll have it. But I do want to open that up to people if they are interested in having like a meet and greet type of situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We will have to look, kind of look. It is at the SMU campus. Is that correct? Where the yes. first Scottish Bowl is. Mm-hmm. You and I have both been there. We like that campus. We like I love that, that stadium. Uh, love that stadium. It's like built into the ground. If it's the first time you're going to an SMU game or going to a bowl game at the SMU camp on the SMU campus, like this is a good part. The reason I say all this is because there are landmarks. That we can meet at and say like, hey, you know, kickoffs at 430. We'll be there at 230. We'll be there at two o'clock and just like kind of hang out. You know, when do you when do you plan to uh, I guess we could have like sort of like a block party or something. We can just show up. Well, to, that's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I'm kind of go to like to lunch or something. Trying to vibe that out here a little bit. Trying to find out what we want to do. I do hate that kickoff is at 430. That feels like a weird time to me. You know, it's like 230, 630. Great kickoff times. I love both of them. 4.30? Four hours I'm okay. Late. I'm okay with it. It's, Whatever. you know. I wonder it, how cold it, it'll be because I plan on wearing a suit and I don't want to wear a jacket. I don't want to be on the field the entire game. So I'll probably be in the presser for like most of it, I think. Um, what's cold? Let's be, let's have that conversation here. It's going to be Mr. cold. Mr. Yeah. South, Mr. South Texas boy. What is cold? I think I can look this up too. Uh, This will be very cold. It'll, it's already like 40 something degrees in San Antonio. So imagine what it is in Dallas. Allen, Austin, Sam, Marcos, Antonio. Got to delete that one. Yeah, it, it's going to be about forty-five degrees or something like that. On, it's on the forty-three day right now. It's forty-three right now where I'm at. So let's be let's be honest here, boys. Some of us are built for it. Others are not. Let's keep it Giannis. I'm with the Bucks, boy. Yeah, yep. it's sixty-five degrees in San Antonio. I am frigid. Are you really? I'm so cold, bro. I'm from the Valley. You are such a bitch. Yeah. Um, speaking about SMU, I'm kind of all over the place because I'm having a manic episode right now. But that makes sense. Um, something interesting I think about our first bowl game is I remember so clearly the last time you and I were on, on campus at Southern Miss University. It was when <laughs> Texas State played them for the very first time uh, in a long time uh, with Jake Spavital. That was stomped. That was his first year, and I think you and I, for the first six weeks of that whole year, never missed a game in person. We were just tra- traversing around the state watching this team. So the things I'm going to remember about that game is like getting the shit kicked out of us and then possibly winning our first bowl game in Gerald Ford stadium. Last time I was saying Spav's first year, we interviewed Brian London in a stairwell after the game. Uh, George Bush was there. Texas state lost. Uh, 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 uh. Which George Bush, George Bush uh, jr. Herbert. I think it was. I think it was junior, but I'm pr- yeah, pretty sure H W was around too in that in that same like vicinity. I think, I think Barbara was there. I don't think H W. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. George W. It's just W, right? It's just Walker. W. W. If you w. guys haven't seen Dick, that movie about Dick Cheney, such a crazy movie, and it shows like young, yes. uh, awful movie. 
such a it's an okay movie it's a christian Bale. liberal problem it's liberal propaganda it is super liberal propaganda but it's like i think it was made by vox or vice so yeah it's made by vice what did you expect yeah yeah it's you know for for you can't be like these cookies are gluten-free and then be shopping at trader joe's you know for you who's in the uh trump 2024 camp you know I mean, you must have hated it i am not that honestly send you like a trump David Goggins level motivation speech. Cut deck. that. Cut. Cut. You can cut this out if you want, but let me say this to our loyal fans who tweet at Jacob Trump twenty twenty four. That is the funniest thing in the world to me. Nobody tweeted that at me. First of all, uh, you're talking about this tweet interaction between me and a PhD candidate, at Texas State Tech University, Morgan Davidson, who's also a Bobcat, who was very excited that we started talking about politics last week because of the whole Greg Abbott and then uh, debate stuff that's been going on. No, Jacob voted for Trump in 2016. I and did not vote so. for Trump in 2016. You want me to release my out. voting records and my tax return? Be on the lookout, folks. You'd be like, wow. First of all, that's how much money Jacob makes. And second of all, you'd be like, wow, really progressive guy. Jacob's going to go down to the valley and make sure that border wall is still being, being put up. I think most of it is already up in the valley. It's for sure up in El Paso. Really? Yeah. Well, El Paso. Apparently, it's pretty easy to put up a wall once you get the right money in order. <laughs> we can debate that. Is El Paso the valley? El Paso is not the valley. No. El Paso is not even on the electric grid of Texas. Not. It's barely Texas. They didn't have More to new- struggle. They didn't have to freeze in 2021. Yeah, Winter they storm did. Uri. Yeah, they did. Not, well, no, they had their power on. So. Yeah, okay. So uh, how how was your weekend? Because I had a really big meekend this weekend because I didn't really watch any football because it was like, what's the point? You know, what am I missing out on here? Oh, I had a great weekend. Um, yeah. I had a great weekend. Watched watch the I or watched the SEC championship game, the Big Twelve championship game, the ACC championship game. Did not watch the Big Ten championship game because I kind of had an idea how that one was going to shake out. Uh, Texas makes it into the college football playoffs. Jacob, a very well known Longhorn hater. Uh, not a pat, not happy about that. Andrew Zimmel, a um, gas bag, was happy because it added to the conversation about the college football playoffs. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good weekend. Do you Solid wish weekend it, for me? You wish it had been Sam Ellinger. Yeah, I wish Sam would have gotten to the playoffs. I'd love Sam. I think he had like a Colts like reveal for the SEC gear that they're selling now or something. They were like hashtag now it means more or something like that. Yeah, which the Pats, dude. Let me tell you, those hats are gonna sell like hotcakes. Uh, already said they say they say that it was like uh you know there's a lot of different comps to that hat. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna go the white person way. Hotcakes. Can you imagine? Hot. Can you imagine how much money Colt McCoy would have made in this current age? Record amounts. Which, let me ask you, which quarterback from that era? So you think Tebow, Sam Bradford, Kellen Moore, Colt McCoy, which quarterback would not have stayed with their school for as long as they did with the NIL? Um, no. I watched a lot of Texas back then, so I really only know Texas's team. That's it. My favorite player of all time, Jordan Shipley. Love that guy. The Shipley brothers. That's a pretty that's a pretty basic take. Yeah. Just just typical average white guy guys, you know? Yeah. No, I was thought you were gonna go defense. No. They, I didn't even I didn't have the respect for the game at that point in my my little yeah, life. You you didn't you didn't know ball. Didn't know ball. Absolutely did not know ball. I really didn't know ball until I was a second string defensive MVP, Kathy Middle School football. 
I can tell you exactly when I knew ball. Seventh grade lunch I knew, table. I knew ball like last year. That was it. <laughs> I've just now seventh grade up. lunch table. That's when I realized that I knew more sports than my friends. I was like, when I, mm. when I made six hundred dollars for the first time prop betting, that's what <laughs> I knew. I knew ball. I know ball. Mm-hmm. I still really don't know ball to be honest. I'm learning. I'm a novice at best. Um, I'm trying to read my fucking handwriting now. We talked about the bowl. Um, I guess circling back to like our bowl game, talking about uh, just like this whole year to date, I never really had to deal with Texas State being successful. So that's why I'm like slightly annoyed with all the bowl game stuff because I'm like, usually we're already done. We're talking about basketball. We're talking about baseball at this point in the year already. But now we're still talking about that's football. such a that's such a first world problem. I know. I, right? I love it. I I love it so much. And like I, I mentioned, the transfer portal is open. Um, GJ Kenny and Matt Leftwich both were photographed with a, a player this week when it comes to recruiting uh, high school quarterbacks. Uh, we only lost one. We lost Rogers, right? CJ yeah, Rogers. There's only like two or three guys, at least according to 24 seven sports. I really wish there was just like a database you could pull from to be like, this guy's in the transfer portal. This is good. I guess that's supposed to be what 24 seven sports is, mm-hmm. or at least trying to be. But you wish it was an NCAA website. Yeah. I wish there was a website I could go on and be like, CJ Rogers and then in the transfer portal, you know, or just like schools I am interested in. Apparently the window for that is you have to first be like GJ Kinney. I, want to leave and he has like a whole uh bachelor in paradise moment with you and he goes are you sure you want to give this all up and then you go yes and then your school has like 48 business hours to respond and put your name in the transfer portal and then at which point schools can start contacting you if they so choose but which, just be honest, just like we saw dude, in this offseason guys who jump into the transfer portal could jump right back out just like Ashley and let, let's be real here dudes be dudes be talking all the time Dudes be Dude's talking. talking let's all, all let's, let's be honest. We've all gotten into a fight with our girlfriend or significant other and been like, you know what? I'm a little bit too big for my britches. And you go a little too far and you pass that line. You're like, ooh, uh, actually, never mind. Yeah. Hashtag no, guy, coaches, coaches, GAs, they all be, they're all boosters. They're in the DMs. They're talking. They're trying to yeah. figure out who's going to come, who's going to go. Yeah. So uh, Texas State, historically, in the last transfer portal era, right? GJ Kenny's kind of owned it. He's been one of the transfer portal um, profits almost that like, Hey, this oh, yeah. is the way college football is. Like, this is, this is how we're going to do it. Don't say that. Don't say GJK is a truther. He is uh, a truther. First of all, his hashtag is hashtag take back Texas, which I've said before. Sounds like an insurrectionist cry, <laughs> cry to arms. So, so uh, he's, he's a guy who knows what he's doing when it comes to the transfer portal. I like that he is going out and getting guys and working the transfer, working those angles, because that's where Texas State's success came from this year, was guys who came from other programs. I'll be curious, because I'm not jinxing it. All the main players are still in the maroon and gold. Things change after a bowl game, of course. But the coaching cycle, Jacob, kind of coming to an end. Well, 51 uh, newcomers to this team were losing 10 uh, people from that group, uh, plus another, what is it? It's like 18. So we're missing another eight, like in total, just from like the stock of guys we had. Um, so but you're placing them with freshmen that are going to yeah. get recruited. We're losing also. a fifth of the first Tech Back Texas class. Uh, and we're also losing, at least right now. Uh, to graduation? Yeah. Uh, 10 of those guys are to graduation slash being ineligible to play anymore. You know, we finally got rid of all these doctors and lawyers. 
that have been here for a while. When is the last COVID year? I think it's probably like in two years. Like once yeah. the guys who were soft. It's like, okay, let's say you came 2024 would be if you started your in 2020. Yeah. Plus another year is 2025. Plus a redshirt year is 2026. So 2026 will be like the last of like the COVID year people give or take because then there's medical hardships, there's economic hardships, there's other stuff. And that's like whether or not you choose to take it is obviously not mandatory to take it, but who's going to say no to having like a free year of college, basically getting to hang out. Some guys just use it as like, Oh, like I can just be part-time and like audit like a couple classes or like either. You know, I heard it. I heard an interview with a, a former college football player who's talking about how he's not a football player anymore, but he's saying that when he came in, uh, uh, he was a 19 year old freshman trying to compete for a starting spot. And there's a 25 year old, 26 year old safety who's like the starter. And it's like, how do I beat out a grown man for this job? You know, I, I, you can't, it's got to become just a grown different. Man. That's why the NFL doesn't let you draft high. So it's because the NFL doesn't let you draft high school kids. Cause like, there's a difference. Your body just changes between the ages of 18 and 22. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do I beat that? So then there's so many guys who come in their freshman year, they get told, Hey, you're going to play, or, you know, you're going to play the next year. These COVID guys have kind of, chalked everything up a little bit, you know, stopped up the, the mechanisms to get guys in and then they go transfer out and then they go somewhere else. And it's just, they become the old guy on a different roster. So it's a, it's a weird system that we have built right now. I'm hoping that it cleans itself out in the next four years. Between that. Another thing I want to talk about uh, after I say this real quick, we're also losing uh running back coach, Eric Stevens. That was the first like major coaching shift. According to his announcement, it does not look like it was his choice, but you know, whatever. I don't know. We got one of the best running backs in the country out of it. Wasn't his selection. So that's two running backs. Texas State has lost in the coaching cycles. The, um, the, yeah, running back coaches. Mm-hmm. Because this yeah, we lost Cam item. Martin before the yeah. season even started. It was like week two, basically, of G.J. Kinney trying to do stuff. And that was a big da-na-na, moment. Yeah. And then, no. uh, yeah. Um, that was, that was one that we didn't see coming either. Mm-hmm. So G.J. Kinney's got a hiring sign. I'm sure he'll find some great next guy up or whatever the guys he's brought in nuts you know daniel prado mac leftwich i'm more concerned about mac leftwich or coach DePrado leaving just because what they bring to the the table okay as an assistant coach yeah there's something to be said you know coaching spots open up assistant coaches move around a lot more than head coaches do but the head coaching shift kind of feels like it stopped The, the the um the musical chairs it feels like the music stopped a lot of it yeah yeah. You know, because recruiting reopened up on December 4th. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you want to hire a head coach, you kind of wanted to have him by the December 24th mark or correction, the December 4th mark so that you can, um, you know, get on the recruiting cycle. So I think we got GJ for another year. No, like, I think so. Yeah, too. I don't want to jinx it, but it kind of feels that way. I think, um, I think we're good. We're in insane. the insane. That's yeah. it. To, to, for him and Jeff trailer, both not to get poached is like big. And I think both of them want David Ranch's job at Baylor. <laughs> so, yeah, once that ended, and then they were just not interested in the Houston job, or maybe Houston wasn't interested in them for the Houston job because they don't want a guy who's lost to Houston half of the time, basically, in mm-hmm. Jeff Trailer and a guy who still has really not proven himself at the level that he wants to yet, DJ Kinney. Um, yeah, no, I think it was fine. We were going to be fine the whole time. Unless like UCF or Mississippi State took a big swing at Te- or Texas State's GJ Kinney, you know. Um, stab it all at Baylor. Did you see his intro press conference? Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, I, I 
guess the word excitement is uh, kind of where I'm at as well. Um, just excited to be back in Texas and and be around uh, the great state in terms of high school football with the with the greatest five coaches and the players in high school in the country. And um, just also just to be a part of the Texas High School Coaches Association again. You know, I come from uh, a high school coach. Like uh, my dad is a former high school coach, and uh, I under- understand the importance of just really the association of um, what those guys do behind the scenes to keep uh, you know football at a at a premium in this state. And very fortunate to to be back in in this state. And what the fuck is that? Yeah. You want to play this here? Guy, this guy slowly will just. Chip away at us for his whole career, I think. Uh, he's talking you know, about this high highlights from our pr- that presser. What do you want? He's, he's talking about this high flying offense. I want to talk, I want to put that in there. This high flying offense that he's like building at Baylor. You know, when I when I was at Texas State, you know, uh, we didn't. I think we only had like twenty two, you know, staff members. Period. You know, I think I met like seventy five. I felt like in the first ten minutes I was here, and which is a great thing. And the professionalism that has occurred. Uh, how they've welcomed my family here. Uh, man, it's just been a breath of fresh air. And, um, you know, Coach is bringing me in here to, to help on that offensive side of the ball where uh, he's been a pro style and uh, he wants to go to his press system. And uh, I've been a part of that transition. And, um, you know, he's got to understand what personnel you have and you adapt to what they can do. And uh, that's what fires me up as well. Like, it's just like just to get on the grass and just see what they're capable of doing. And, uh, and it's mainly just to keep the vision the same. There uh, will be a lot of discussions with Coach on terms of what he wants and, and how he looks at things. And, and um, it's up to me to, to get the ball moving in that direction and put up some points. And I'm like, Cal wasn't good this year. <laughs> That's the first big, like, big red flag. They're going to a Power 5 conference next year in the ACC. Uh, you go to Baylor in a conference that Baylor absolutely was dog shit in this year. Now, maybe it was injuries, maybe it was other things. I talked to our Baylor guys before the season. They weren't super high on this team before the year, and they got even more despondent as the year went on. Um, Listening to their podcast as the year progressed was so hilarious because they no, were just like, and in misery. Shout out to them. They were right on pretty much everything. So Every single they deserve thing. Even their Sunbelt takes. They deserve a takes. ton of credit. They're they so deserve, well, the Sunbelt takes, Sunbelt takes were shaky. If you go back and listen, Sunbelt takes were shaky. The text they take was right, though. So shout out to them for that. Those we guys were ball. We were more, well, I think uh, Broken Clock is right twice a day. That's um, true. We're right a lot, too. What is uh, this high-flying yeah. offense he's talking about? Because he's he hasn't had a high-flying offense since A&M, like with Johnny. Like, West Virginia didn't have a high-flying offense. I don't know, man. It's just, like, it's hard. A friend of mine reached out and was talking about some of the stuff I've said about college coaches in the past, right? This is on the TCU podcast that I do, the Hypnotoad podcast on the College Sports Network. Um, check that out over there. But the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network, check it out over there. But he was like, you are so angry at Kendall Bryles for these play calls. But in reality, like, it's situational. And I'm thinking to myself, is Spavinall... Like, I wasn't mad at Kendall Bryles for that specifically, but sort of, I guess. Yeah, well, I pay... I can't be mad at him for everything. I have to disguise it with other bullshit. It's kind of like your girlfriend is mad at you because she doesn't love you anymore, but she's going to pretend it's because you don't put your socks away, right? Yeah. Like, so it's like he yeah, that's, that's uses, passive-aggressive behavior. That's what my therapist would He tell you. uses a draw play on third and long, and it's like, actually, he covered up sexual assault, right? Like, but I can't say that. You can only say that so many times on the podcast. You should say um, that, dude. 
Huh? You should say that. that is the issue, you know? <laughs> so, but I'm thinking with Spavadol, like, is it a situational issue? Mm. Is he a situational coach and has maybe a deficit in understanding of, like, defenses? And that's weird for me to say, a 26-year-old who hasn't coached college football before, talking about a guy who's coached for a decade plus now. But I'm just looking at it, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Is it, like... I think guys have it? like roles in life, you know, like some guys can be the guy that is like the leader, the role guy, you know, the, the guy that can kind of bring everybody together and make things work. And I'm not sure Spav was that guy. Maybe he does excel in like what he was before, like quarterback savant slash offensive coordinator guru. I don't know. They beat the dog shit out of North Texas, but who didn't this year? Really? You know, Cal did. Yeah. Cal North okay. Texas. Yeah, that was uh, North North Texas was not good this year. Um, I don't know. It we don't. That was another take I saw this this week too. Is like, can we play Baylor? Can we add Baylor? Is it too late to play Baylor? That series pretty much is done. Uh, the next time, I mean, we play Army before we're gonna play Baylor. We play Army in like twenty twenty nine. Play Arizona State North before Texas. we play Baylor again. Yeah, we have a now we we're starting embarking on a three year series with the uh, what is this. Sun Devils, Arizona State University, the Sun Devils, baby. That's my adopted Pac-12 team. And we play UTSA for eight more years. Eight more years. Yeah. No. Arizona State, Big Twelve team next year. Hmm. Yeah, that'll be yeah, fun. Good, good for novice Jacob to know. Novice Should Jacob. Be good. I mean, I, I've been, I've been tracking this Arizona State game. Let me, let me have you. Yeah, I've been tracking it. Is it? Is it the, the same first, week as debate week? So is I gotta, it the, the first one's in San Marcos, and the next one's in. Correct. I have to be at that at Arizona Sun, State at game. Sun in Devil Stadium. I yeah. have to be at that game in 2025. And we go you to walk, walk the Cronkite School of Journalism. We can go. I'm there. not going there for that. I'm not going there for that. I'm not going there for that. I you think Texas State? Uh, look, Texas State has a a long storied history of of having a fun time. Arizona State is that to the invented max. the fun time. No, Arizona State FSU. Texas State played FSU in 2015, got absolutely dog walked. Those are two schools. It's like the party school circuit. Like we need to, we have SFU, Arizona State, you know, Texas Tech, maybe even, you know, Tampa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hit all of them, hit all those schools up. You know, let's put F, let's put FCS schools on the schedule. Like, you know, what what are those guys down at Daytona Beach doing? You know, what's happening over there? South Dakota the State spring break. The spring break circuit. If you say something with enough conviction, people will believe you. Okay. Let's get some national takes off. I was talking a little bit earlier how I think NIL is making things a little weird. Uh, For sure, something that is making things weird is the CFP as a whole. And I think, like, now it's just ruined college sports. You know? I I shot you a text earlier that was, like, the lawyer who argued against or for NIL in the Supreme Court and who won that case. He's like quoted the next day going like, I think I killed college sports or I think I just ruined college sports in America. Uh, I think the guy next up on that list should be everybody on the college football playoff committee. I do think FSU should have been a playoff team. Um, But, you know, I'm also not the guy that complains when the referees make a call error or make a bad call. And, you know, I think the chips just lie where they lie. Good teams win. Yeah. Look, I don't want to argue FSU. I've been doing it for the past couple of days. I'll say this. If it is a job of a committee to give me the four best teams, they pick the four best teams. Those are the four best teams. Now, if you did four best resumes, anybody who will tell you 
we need to get ZipRecruiter on here advertising. Yeah. And this who doesn't resume, lie about a resume? The resume sometimes doesn't tell the whole story. If you're not lying on a resume, you're not trying hard enough, I think. A lot of, lot of people have good resumes. They do the interview, and then they don't get the job. And FSU, great resume, uh, really bad uh, interview. They had two interviews. You know what my problem Quarterback is? Quarterback didn't look good. My so problem that's it. Is, Sorry. My problem is the cover letter. I've always been a very poor cover letter writer. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's just not a the strength. Quarterback, laha, here, here's my con cowherd. Space out. ISO. Oh, yeah. Quarterback is the And I'm the Republican. Letter. But you bring up Callan Coward. Quarterback is the cover letter of a team. The quarterback is the face. If you want to buy into a college football team, who's the quarterback? I can name all four of the quarterbacks for the four teams that are in. I cannot tell you the name of the FSU quarterback. True. Right? Well, it's because and the, the be main dude got you, knocked out week 11. And so now exactly. they're on like And to be honest team. with you, the Georgia quarterback barely passes a sniff, def, sniff test too. That so uh, I look at it this way. I say that those four quarterbacks are the best four in the playoffs right now. Uh, you know, of the six teams that were potentially there, I'm not angry at it. And also it should be noticed, Ohio State, Fell from I think six to seven uh, after not playing. Of course, they didn't make it the Big Ten championship game. Their quarterback left, so he's in the transfer portal too to make it full circle. So, you know, there's just I I don't think the committee got it wrong. Um, I don't really care all that much either. The ACC has been really weak um, the past couple of years, so I just shrugged my shoulders. The chairman of the college football playoff committee, and this is like if we get way too in the weeds for Texas State one year, and we're like, why aren't we in a New Year's Six versus a you know the first responder that board. is a more interesting conversation yeah. the liberty got the like set like for years down the road really you know yeah what does this uh, well this is the thing like i'm gonna like tired florida state should be in wired smu should have been the the new year six bowl over liberty liberty plays in the worst conference uh smu is a gonna be a power five team next year as they they join the ACC next year too i i think that they should have gotten that game um, the conference that UTSA plays in now is a better conference than the conference they used to play in. And that's just a fact. And they're not as good as the Sun Belt, but they're probably the second best. Going 8-2 and two in that conference should have gotten you a New Year's Six Bowl versus Liberty, who didn't play anybody. you know. And if JMU had a chance to play for the conference championship, I'm not saying they should have, but if they had a chance and they won it at 11-1, and one, then they should have been in a New Year's Six Bowl. So... Uh, that to me is the bigger conversation on the group of five level. You know, it should have been, should have been SMU. They're a better team. I think Liberty at 13. zero is a fraudulent 13. zero. it is reminiscent of UCF's 13. zero, where but Florida state even, or um, central Florida even had some premier wins. So, you know, I understand 2017, them being upset, not getting a shot at the playoffs. Uh, the one team that got in, if you remember since that is a group of, five school they got in and absolutely got dog walked so not exactly the best uh showing from the group five in the playoffs sideline texas state has been on twitter non-stop tagging the ncaa saying like this is an atrocity good luck who's, who's I, making I more that noise they... about that sidelines texas state or uh or ronda santis on the cfp committee this week ronda santis is offering what like a million dollars yeah he well they the, the story is that they're in the middle of budget proposal uh, for the state legislature in Florida. And it's like, I don't know, millions of dollars right at stake for the state. 
and he's going to get whatever he wants because that's what happens in Republican controlled states who have Republican governors. And this guy sues Disney for fun in his free time in office over there. So he'll sue anybody. But he's offering uh, as a, a part of the budget to be a million dollars worth of like legal fees, basically, for FSU to go after the CFP, even after they play their bowl game. They're playing the Orange Bowl, right? So that's like January 8th or January 6th, something like that. Against Georgia, so it's like you know, it's a solid, it's a solid bowl game. Oh, again, yeah. And if you uh, win that this game, is what you got to hang you. every single banner forever. You know, the, the beauty of that is like when you cut the uh, the budget for reading and sex ed, you got a lot of money left over. So you get money to spend. Yeah, on you're right. The college football <laughs> playoff committee. You know, really? I don't know. <laughs> you got the budget for reading. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was going to tell you too. I found my thought from earlier. Um, and this is what, what I was talking about, like when you get way too in the weeds and like, what does this mean for Texas State, blah, blah, blah. The CFP chairman said that from weeks uh, one through 11, it was a completely different FSU team. And that was when that quarterback went down with that injury. And then yep. to now it's like a completely different FSU team. So the style of play doesn't really fit what they want on TV. Not good for advertisers. That was basically what he said. And that's why they didn't get picked. Which is ironic because this team it was good defensively all year. They took a yeah. real step up when they're down but georgia was a good defensive team last year you know what i mean like fsu has like four or five like nfl caliber players on their defense what are we doing you know this feels dumb um feels really really stupid to be arguing about it our our goat not your goat because you hate this woman but our goat coach chisholm was like all fsu showed me this weekend was defense that was before the cfp announcement too so yeah she's on my side she knows ball she knows ball she's like i don't want to see these guys Mm -hmm. so who do you got it's Alabama, Michigan. Yeah, I want Michigan to win so bad. Okay, and then Texas and Washington. I want Washington to win so bad. So you're, the so you're worst. One, one, I love two. Michael Penix Jr. Yeah. So one, two, Michigan I think, versus. I think Michigan takes it. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Big Connor Stallion guy, huh? Uh, I love Connor Stallions. Okay. No. Thanks. GA, right. Texas State, Connor Stallions. Make the phone call. I'm a big, if you're not cheating, you're not trying guy. You know, I'm a Cowboys fan, and my team is run by a supervillain pretty much. So, you know. You're an Astros fan. Your team is I'm run by Astros. a supervillain. Look at this right here. You know? yeah. Bang That's the trash ironic. fans, baby. Honoronic. He's like, I don't mind cheating. I don't mind cheating. No. Um, Let's talk about this. That would be, hold on, pause. Great sports joke. I'm a polyamorous sports fan. I don't mind cheating. Put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. You lose sports. What's up? Yeah. I wonder if we can get a special bowl game shirt worked out with them, you know? Like with what? Us us on that? Yeah. Like, Let's do like Comic Sans first responders bowl. They can't get us there. <laughs> and then we gotta figure something else out. First responders, you and me dressed up as a firefighter and a cop. Ooh, yo. Yeah. That'd be kind of sick. Me Swear arresting around. you. I don't want to be a red. No, no, no. I, I think it'd be funny if it's just you and me running. It's the bowl behind us. And it's like firefighter, Jacob, policeman, Andrew. Yeah, and it says huh? first responders. And we're both holding like a bowl, right? Maybe I you get to be, be an EMT, you know, since. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you can be an EMT. Uh, let's talk about this. The year of the square, baby. We've done this for a year. Can you believe it? Did you think we were going to make a year? No, <laughs> most most podcasts go ten episodes before they die. We've gone like 40, 
50 episodes? We've got 60. I think this oh is might be God. 65 or something. We've done 20 of just the Republic of Football ones. I think Which 21 was we, our last we one. We got that deal in March. So, you know, that's like... We've crazy. only done that. We've done that for like eight months. We've done this yeah. podcast for four months preceding this whole thing. That's insane. Yeah, I know. I mean, when you hit me up about this idea, I was like, yeah, let's do it. And I... Truly, I think that uh, a high tide rises or raises all ships. I credit this podcast for a lot. Uh, I think that the social media for Texas State has gotten better. I think Chris Koontz, uh, our incredible SID, has done a jo- better job at his job since we've like you know started doing it. Uh, Win now and get bent. They've had a ton of success. Uh, I, I, I truly, and then the, of course the football team winning. Football team doesn't win if we don't do this podcast. But, but like, honestly, yes. Football team doesn't win. Honestly, if the football team doesn't win, we don't do this podcast anymore. We could be doing other shit with our time. No, it was great. It was like we brought on Lindsey Scott Jr. We're like, hey, buddy, what are you doing over there? Mm -hmm. How's the quarterback look? That's what you really know. And then, boom, he got – I mean, all of the quarterbacks got a lot better. So, I'm not saying. I'm just saying I think that it's – you know, I I don't give all the credit, but – We also beat, like, the Jacob Curse where where I was bringing in guys to talk about, and then we wouldn't win for a very long time, and – yeah, you jinxed baseball and softball mm. in like one month. Yeah. And then we didn't do any volleyball. And no volleyball. They, no. They, I, they went really far. Yeah, just stay away, guys. Just stay. If you miss the window for coverage, just stay away. <laughs> Let somebody Gosh. else do it. Uh, I'm really grateful for this podcast. It's helped me be... First of all, I think I've been chasing consistency for a long time. I feel like I do a lot of things very well but I don't do them at the level and like, I don't commit enough time to them, you know, like to be like very consistent at a lot of things. Most of the other couch, probably because my like job makes me go into like nights and uh, you know, you kind of get a little shifty on that schedule. But I, when I was searching for this podcast, I wanted my own little slice of media pie, you know, I wanted to share it with my friend, wanted it to be fun. And that's basically what this whole year has been about is like just doing stuff that we want to do our way not really caring about oh we we got to chase views or we got to do this or we got to we got to make it look like a certain thing and just kind of like doing what we want with the people who we want it with you know so it's opened a lot of doors for me professionally i edit some stuff for dave campbells we both freelance for dave campbells now and uh got to mix in with that whole crew it's been really fun i i've had a, such a blast and i'm so grateful for our friendship and the work that we've put in behind the scenes and in front of the cameras yeah man I I only the only regret I have is that I didn't go to any Texas State games this year. But besides that, you know, hey, we'll, you know, we're going to the bowl game, baby. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, you're credentialed. You could go to any of them you want. You just don't fly down. You don't want. I, you don't want to chase yeah, those. Sorry, miles. I'm not. Fly, sorry, I'm not flying that, down. Getting the freaking get flyer miles. Your pass. You could have gotten that frontier pass that Danny has. Yeah, pff, let me. We'll do a sidebar here in a minute. But that thing was absolute. Like that was a scam, and Danny fell for it. Yeah. It's not like the American Airlines like fly anywhere bullshit. No, that but thing was like it's almost close. It's kind of I mean, you're flying on a frontier plane, so God help you. But but also it was like you only had like select weekends and it was three day trips. So it's like, what am I doing? in three? Like I'm flying into Los Angeles for three days and flying back out. Like that's not fun. Yeah, and it's not like the good weekends. It's not like going to be like Christmas week or like. No, it's like a random week in February. Week. Yeah, it's like February 3rd. What are you doing? Yeah. Who, who here enjoys a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday trip to Fargo, North Dakota? Oh, who doesn't, you know? It's mm. also a six-hour flight. So, like, no matter when you're going, you half your day is blown right there. 
(laughs) (laughs) And then depending on what time in the year you're going, you might not even have any sunlight when you get there. Dude, no kidding. No, the sun was setting at 1.30 today. 1.30 in the afternoon? Dude, yeah. It's crazy. I get it. I get it. it. So, you're the square. Thank you so much to our listeners. Uh, The Quattro Corners Cartel. I'm debuting. I don't know know who gave you the the (laughs) go-ahead on that hashtag. Been meaning to talk about that for a minute. What the I like hell it. are we doing? Good for you. I don't. I clicked on the hashtag today to see how many other tweets there were. There's two. It's us. Like, yeah. It's just us. Hey, you got to be on the ground floor. You don't want to be there. You don't want this a go, a hashtag that has cartel at the end of it. And there's like 300 entries. Too fair. That's fair. Fair point. Fair yeah, point. Yeah, of course. I want to make it clear distinction. All cartels out there. No beef. <laughs> Get me fucking abducted when I'm, <laughs> I'm visiting you in the valley. I get it fucking abducted. It's a cartel guy tweets all the time. It's like, no, no, not me. I thought it was a bad idea. I don't like the hashtag. El gringo. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. I think uh, there's some more stuff coming, I think, in our second year. We kind of figured out a nice flow this year. And then it only really goes up from here. Can you imagine? Some of you guys have been like, oh, wow, you guys have been doing this for a while. You guys clearly have some chemistry. Sort of, you know, I mean, this is like the the most consistent uh, for a podcast I've ever been. What about you? You've really fallen into a groove like this before? Dude, <laughs> I was doing fucking five podcasts a day for like a year and a half. I mean, I was, let's, you know, yeah, this is a good, this is the most consistent podcast I've had with a partner for sure. When it's my shit. Oh, hey, look at that. It's my shit. That's. It's a fucking daily grind, well, brother. It's easy to do it by yourself, would you say? I don't know. I feel like it's easier to do it with a partner, honestly. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I've kind of rolled the ball out here and played every week. Uh, versus, <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, when I did my own shit, it was a little bit, it was a little bit harder. Um, I podcasted the day Kobe died. That was that was emotional. Let me tell you, that was that was a tough one. My favorite um, thing that you told me this week was, <laughs> they don't love you. You're not Kobe. What's that fucking quote? That's good. Oh, yeah, this is Draymond Green quote. What are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about, I don't know, something on the internet. They don't love you like that. You thought you was Kobe? You're not Kobe. Yeah. That's fire. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Draymond, Hall of Famer. Everybody gets in the fucking Hall of Fame in the league, you know, because it's the most corrupt league in the world. No, it's not. Are you stupid? I think it is. What are you sucking on? A tailpipe? Yep. FIFA exists. FIFA? FIFA is FIFA is the most corrupt. Period. Point blank. Like that's right. there's no debate there. Soccer's not a sport. Let's get that through our heads. Just kidding. FIFA is the most corrupt. If you want to argue the NBA, that's fine. NFL, I'd argue, is in there too. Um, Major League Baseball for decades was letting guys roid up. If you're looking for a less corrupt- less corrupt somehow than the NCAA, though, I think. Yeah, yeah. NCAA is two. FIFA, NCAA, one, two. FIFA, NCAA, then NBA. Okay, I can live with that. Yeah. yeah. I think there's some more behind-the-scenes stuff I want to do for squaring around. So if you have suggestions, put it in our comment box. If you have a bowl game suggestion for us, too, put it in our comment box. What's your text? If you want to do a meet-and-greet, put oh, it yeah. in the bowl. Do that, because I think that'd be a lot of fun to hang that out with people. Yeah. Or if you have a tailgate that you're like, hey, let's invite Zimmel and Jake to. Let's do it. I'm down for everything, dude. It'll be so much fun. I can't wait to see everybody out there, you know? Because yeah. we, I get a little recognized every once in a while, and it makes me feel special. 
imagine when it's actually people there that were like, whoa, I haven't seen this guy in like years, you know? Big Nietzsche, what are yeah. you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that if if somebody comes up to me and says Big Zimmel, what are you doing here? I might I might have to end it. That yeah, might be yeah. enough. Throw some hands, yeah. Yeah, they'll be like, "Damn, you gained like fifty pounds, dude!" But like it's it's my winter weight. My winter weight. I got a hibernate. Live in the tundra. We got anything else to talk about? What do you got? Nope, I got nothing else for you. I really just got gratitude. Nothing but love for our squaring around. Fans and the haters. Shout out to haters. Nah, not a lot of haters. A lot of haters. They hate us because they ain't us. And you know what? At the end of the day, guess who's with fucking Dave Campbell's and you're not. <laughs> we, hitched our, not we, we hitched our horse with a winning wagon. I know. I'm I'm shocked that they have kept that. That's more like what is surprising that they we've done a year of podcasts so they've kept us around this long. Dead ass. Yeah. <laughs> Between us, I mean, we got the two bears that push the envelope, so oh, we got yeah. to start pushing the envelope more. Call for people's firings. Actually, let's, firings. we should do a call for people's hirings. Yeah. That'd be fun. Awesome, man. Well, right. thanks again, Andrew. Thanks again to our beautiful listeners. Follow us at Square and Pod. Uh, use code Square at checkout everywhere. If you're at Dick's Sporting Goods this weekend, use code Square. See what happens. 810-230-8004. Mike Jones, you know the name. We're three <laughs> weeks away from the bowl game. Woohoo! Happy travels. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Zemo Jacob. This is Sean Rodriguez. Sean, not Sean on Twitter. I'm a little under the weather, man, but I wanted to say uh, congratulations on the year of the podcast. We appreciate the Bobcat coverage. Um, not a, I won't say I'm a day one listener, but maybe like day two or day three. So I appreciate it all, man. Thank y'all for, for, uh, you know, keeping the maroon and gold on high. Eat them up. We ain't got no badges. We don't need no badges. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. Better not come any closer. Thanks for listening. New episodes out every Thursday. Follow the boys on Twitter. Eat them up. Eat them up. Eat them up.